Hello and welcome to the Mabindo podcast series. This is a podcast that basically is an opinion journalism portal where I look at the uh, various issues around the world, media and students' newspaper also, and then I put in my two cents. So for this episode, I'll do a quick scan of the uh, Harvard Crimson on the Nigerian Guardian. Then also do a quick scan of the Australian newspaper. So I'll start with the Harvard Crimson. Harvard Crimson. So in the opinion section of the Harvard Crimson, from cross burnings to microaggressions, black students are not your designated dress experts by Ebony M. Smith. That is from cross burnings to microaggressions. Black students are not your designated dress experts by Ebony M. Smith. Black students cannot be the designated as experts anymore. It is not our job to educate the university and its affiliates on how to address his, its historic oppression of people of color. So that, uh, that's an opinion piece by Ebony M. Smith. That is, uh, black people, black students at Harvard, and I guess elsewhere, should not be the race experts on people of color. So I guess. Uh, racism uh, right now is a big issue in the American campuses. We saw the death of George Floyd, how uh, a white police officer killed uh, an, an an armed black man, and so that gave to the rise to the rise of uh, the protests around America against George Floyd killing. And so right now the trial of George Floyd is ongoing. But then that highlights the tense relations between the races in America. America, uh, sadly, was founded on uh, the forced immigration of blacks as slaves, then whites as their masters, and the near extermination of Native Americans. So America has never quite renegotiated this contract between the once enslaved blacks, the Native Americans, and the white Americans were the masters at the time. So even though America is welcoming of all immigrants, by and large it was built to be a white, a European satellite state. So even though America is welcoming of all immigrants, even though immigrants have renewed America, but by and large America is still a white, uh, it's still a white satellite country, it's still a European satellite country, and it was intended to be so, such that when the when Donald, when white power was declining, then came the rise of Donald Trump, and then that uh, seems to have been the last line of defense in the declining of American white power, and so you can see even in. So that's why, for example, the Republican Party which I like their policies, by the way, but they have terrible uh, racial politics. So you see the Republican Party, because it mainly relies on white voters, has lost seven of the last eight general elections because it cannot be appealed beyond its white base. And so that's why you see Republicans are really calling for voter restrictions against on people of color so that uh, people of color 
always black and brown people because these are majorly democratic voters and so that is just the uh, race relations in America which has boiled over to American campuses and so right now there is the push for diversity and inclusion but I will say blacks should be allowed to be to paint their own empty canvas and not just be merely be an appendage in a white space or a tick in the box affirmative action so that's my two cents on that uh, opinion piece by Ebony M. Smith from cross burnings to migrations black students are not your designated as experts so you can go to the Harvard Crimson that the student is paper of Harvard University if you want to read that opinion piece then another opinion piece still on the Harvard Crimson where our rivers intersect, intersections between black and Asian American women. Where our rivers interact, intersect, intersections between black and Asian American women. Despite black and Asian American women's connectedness, there has been very little conversation between the two groups at Harvard and beyond, even when we are both facing brutality, violence, and can assist one another during these times. So this opinion piece where our rivers interact, intersect is calling for collaboration between black and Asian American women because as previously it was only blacks that were facing hurt from white supremacists now Asian Americans are also facing hurt and this of course began with, uh, with Trump saying the coronavirus was Ch Chinese virus, uh, Trump alleging that China is ripping uh, of America and taking away American jobs and so Trump uh, wanted to uh, put China back to its place and so that has boiled over to to America boiling over to an American head and a nation American group has documented uh, at least over 1,000 incidents where Asian Americans were either killed or assaulted so right now the two groups, that is black women, okay, blacks and Asian Americans are facing the same kind of brutality, violence, and so they should uh, help each other in these tumultuous times in American history. But I would really hope that America will repair its race relations. Then another, uh, this is a news item from Harvard Crimson, Harvard funded North Alston during Trump expansion. Okay, Harvard wants to expand to build another campus in its neighborhood, but this is coming. There are, there are calls uh, against it because of sustainability issues and its impact on the environment. It was to build a new science and engineering center courtesy of a donation from Henry Paul, uh, John A. Paulson. They're calling it John A. Paulson School of Engineering and Applied Sciences because he donated, I think, about $400 million, which was the biggest donation to an American university to date. So that calls into question. And that was during the Harvard endowment fund drive in which it raised more than $10 billion within those uh, 10 years that President Dewey Forrest was at the helm. So this 
building of a new science and engineering center at Alston, that is its neighborhood, is one of the key results of this Harvard Endowment expansion. So that's the story. Then I'll do another quick story from the Harvard Crimson. Harvard, Harvard School of Engineering and Applied Sciences researchers postponed test flight for controversial geoengineering project to block sun. So this is again an indigenous community in Sweden has pushed back and said this interferes uh, with their rights. So this is the ability to block sun or the technology to block sun is being backed by the likes of Bill Gates. But no one knows the consequences of such projects. So how will plants survive and plants basically they photosynthesize through the the sun's rays. So I guess there's some areas where research gets very uh, into very unprecedented territory. So you really don't know what Pandora's box you're opening when you try to block the sun. So uh, that is uh, blocking the sun, I guess, is a, is a contentious issue in this news item that Harvard School of Engineering and Applied Sciences researchers postponed test flight for controversial geoengineering project to block sun. So that is about the student newspaper. In another hour, I look at another student newspaper, but for now, that's it from the Harvard Crimson. So let me look at another uh, another story, opinion piece from the Nigerian Guardian. Opinion piece from the Nigerian Guardian. Accountability will make Nigeria work again. To make Nigeria work again will not depend on the choice of candidates for president, governor, senators, house of representatives, the usual politicals, but rather on the public office holders that accept accountability for their offices. So that's it. So this opinion piece in the Nigerian Garden is calling for accountability. So it does not depend on election of a good president, governor, senator, or representatives, or even any of the public office holders. It depends on the citizens being accountable. And someone said that the true mark of an integrity, integrity person is one who does the same thing, even the, the same thing in the public and the same thing when one, no one is looking or uh, what if people knew they would never be caught? Will they still stay in the straight and narrow path? So that's it for now. So, because some people argue that the reason people don't steal is because they fear the consequences of going to jail. Or so they argue then if the police strike for one day, go on an industrial strike for one day, you will see bank robberies. So to even level unprecedented levels but then i ask but that is not i don't think the human being was built to be chained like that 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 she's predisposed to evil i think there are better and higher angels amongst us who will do things the right thing even now when no one is watching and when there are no accolades to be uh, accorded to her so that's the story from my two cents on the nigerian guardian story Accountability will make Nigeria work again. 
To make Nigeria work again will not depend on the choice of candidates for president, governor, senators, house of representatives, the usual political course, but rather on public office holders that accept accountability for their offices. Then we do another story, the last one, from Australia newspapers. So in this uh, Australian newspapers story, lead story, Universities must look beyond China and India for students. Universities must look beyond China and India for students. So mostly the Australian universities get the majority of the international students are either Indian or Chinese students. So this piece in the Australian newspapers is urging the Australian universities to look beyond China and India for students. You know, even though China, uh, China likes to be anti-Western, it is the biggest market for uh, Western universities because the the wealthy Chinese still want to educate their students in Western. Wealthy Chinese and Indians still want to educate their their children in uh, Western and Australian and New Zealand universities. And so, owing to the major restrictions of going to America, especially during the Donald Trump era, so many Chinese and Indian students see Australia as offering the same exact quality of Western education, but without the visa restrictions of American or British University, uh, without the visa restrictions of America or Britain. So that's why Australia is the go-to place for China and India, parents that want a great Western education for their kids. So, for now, I think Africa is still, there's, uh, there are just not many students in Africa that can afford to study in Australia. So that's it from this episode. So you can get my book, that is The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Okango. Onto the New Africa Rising by Collins Mabindo Kanga. It's available on Amazon.com for only $4.99. In the book, I basically address how Africa can move from the periphery of the world, that is, be the 1% continent and rise to be a multi trillion dollar economy dominating the world rather than being the periphery. And so, uh, this is basically, there's nothing as an idea whose time has come. As there's nothing as powerful as an idea whose time must come, and an idea whose time must come is for Africa to move from being the curtain raiser to the world it has been and move to be the main actor. So that's how we will lift so many, we will lift all Africans out of poverty to prosperity. And frankly, many of the ideas in the book are transferable the place of the creative genius entrepreneur and the future of media the future of internet, rule of law and governance. So you can read the first 20 pages for free. I've attached a link at the top. Just copy and paste it into a browser and begin reading. And if you like the tone, outlook and potential, the tone and outlook of the book on the potential and promise of Africa and the world, just make a purchase for only $4.99. So thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode. I'll upload another episode in an hour or so. So thank you so much and goodbye for now. Thank you.